So are you going networking this week? Whether that's virtual networking or in-person networking. Well, I've got some ideas for you to be the standout elevator pitch when you go networking. That's what's coming up on today's podcast. Welcome everybody, this is Trevor Lee and this is episode 170 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Now, some people say to me, Trevor, where do you get your ideas from, you know, for the podcast? You know, you've got, you've got your guests and then you've got episodes where it's just you sharing your tips and your, and your best practices and advice and all that sort of stuff. But is there, a, you know, is there anything that triggers the ideas? Well, ideas are all around us, aren't they? And the idea for this week's episode came when I went on a networking event recently, a virtual one, and there's quite a few people on it. And I began to realise that actually everyone was saying exactly the same thing. Now, clearly, I tried not to myself, and uh, I'd like to think that I didn't. But it gave me, I thought, well, how many, uh, how many others of you out there, you know, and how many of my listeners on the podcast have fallen into this trap of when it's your turn to do your introduction? And it goes something like this. It goes, well, my name is, I'm from, and we do. So how many times have you been on a networking event? And is that the, you know, that you've heard that formula reeled off? Well, literally by everybody when it's their turn. And are you doing that as well when it's your turn? Is that how you're starting your little, so over to you, Frank, you know, it's your one minute and you go, my name is Frank and uh, yeah, I work for uh, Frank Incorporated Limited and we do some fantastic things in the Frank field. You know, that sort of thing. So I thought, well, come on. Because, you know, I'm sure like me, when you've heard 20 people say, you know, that kind of thing, one after another, after another, after another. It gets a little bit uninteresting, doesn't it? Now, if you're the first person to speak, well, you can probably get away with it. But, you know, we can do better, can't we? Can't we do better? So that's why on this week's episode, I thought I would share with you four ways that you could start your elevator pitch, if that's what you want to call it, your introduction, whatever it is, your one minute round the table. So, Bear with me on these, because I think you're going to like them. And, I'd l- and I want to set you the challenge that next time you go to a networking event, whether it's a virtual one or an in-person one, you try them out. Now, of course, there are going to be variations of these, all right? So they are not, you know, they're not going to be word perfect. But I just, I've got four kind of themes, if you like. And those themes are, you know, include observational, they include topical, they include factual, that sort of thing. So the first one I'm going to start off with is ask a question. Now, let me just put this into context. What I'm not saying is you say, my name is, I'm from, we do. Oh, and now I've got a question. You go straight into your question. So when it's your turn, this is the first thing that you say. So a question could be something along the lines of, let's say you're talking about presenting. So how many of you here today try and avoid presenting? Well, you're not alone. That's, so there you go. That sort of question. It's a kind of rhetorical question. Yeah? Like me, do you think that you really don't like presenting? That's another example of a question opening, a rhetorical question opening. 
clearly you don't want to, if you've only got a minute, you don't want to ask a question in a way that everybody thinks they've got to answer it because suddenly your minute has gone. <laughs> okay, so ask a rhetorical type question. And clearly ask a question that's relevant to what you do and then you can answer it in a way that, you know, that steers people towards what you do. All right, try it. It's a great way of introducing what you do without going, this is what we do. <laughs> oh, and of course, you know, there's the other, the other caveat, of course, I forgot to mention, you know, not only do people say I'm from, we do, and we're, you know, they also say we are different from all other, whatever service or product you're offering. And, I, and uh, no disrespect to accountants, if you're listening to this, but I've been to lots of networking events over the years. And you have an accountant in the, in the, in the thing. And they go, yeah, my name is and uh, I'm from and we do. But we do it differently to everybody else. <laughs> okay, right. That's cool. Um, so that was number one is ask a question. Right. Number two is a kind of a stat, a stat one, if you like. I was going to say statistical one there. I wasn't sure if I could be able to say it. Um, and this is a uh, kind of did you know, all right? This is the did you know observation one, all right? So what we're saying here is, for example, I mean, one of the stats I use when I'm delivering workshops and seminars and all this sort of stuff is, is the 70% business-to-business buying stat. Now, if you don't know what this is, I've, I've seen it several times. I've not got a single source where I can say this is where, you know, this is who decided this. But lots of people who I listen to on podcasts and lots of reports I've read over the last couple of years suggest that 70% of business-to-business buyers are making decisions about who to buy from, not just the product or service, but who to buy from before they make any direct contact with that company. So that's a good sort of, um, that's a great stat you can use. So in your sector, I'm sure there are lots of stats that you could use. So I've used that one at a networking event to start off. So did you know that 70% of business-to-business buyers, your potential customers, are making a decision about buying from you before they even make any contact with you? So think about that. And again, think about it for your sector. What could you put in there? What would be your kind of did you know? Okay, so that's number two way. Right, number three of ways to start and to be the best in the room in the elevator pitch and or certainly be the one that stands out from everybody else is, is a topical, topical introduction. Okay, now I'm from, you know, I'm, I'm delivering this podcast from Cornwall in the UK. And then one of the most topical things about Cornwall in the UK in the last couple of weeks has been the G7 conference. So, you know, lots of things going on around that. So you could start off, but you could pick anything, you know, anything that's topical. And usually, ideally, something that's very topical, i.e. happened in the last 24 hours before you went on the networking event. So it might be a did you see, and then you introduce something that's topical. I mean, it's got to be relevant to the audience, and it's got to be relevant to you. But there'll be lots of stuff out there that you can make work on that basis. So try that one out as well. You know, and I, if it had been me, and it had been a couple of weeks ago in the G7, I would have said, well, I'm from Cornwall. Did you see that the G7, you know, event was happening in Cornwall, and all the all the great sunshine that we brought with it and the great beaches that were shown and Boris running in the sea, all this sort of stuff. Okay, but it's topical. And people like topical. You know, that, you know we're, all, we're all very media savvy these days, aren't we? We're all checking what's going on in the world all of the time. And we're all well informed as well. So 
you know, topical is going to be something that people can relate to. But of course, the key, as with all of these starts, is to is to re- is to relate it to the audience, but subtly bring it back to you and what you do. So that's the link. So you know, topical. Did you see? And then number four is observational. And number four might be something as, as simple as, have you noticed how? Yeah. And it might be, you know, have you noticed how everybody who comes to this networking event starts off with the same start? So that's why I'm going to start off differently. <laughs> I mean, you could say that if you wanted to. I mean, it might not go down that well with everybody else. But something observational, you know, and it could be something that, again, you know, it's a kind of semi-topical thing as well. So there we go. I'm, going to, I'm not going to go on with more than four. There are obviously lots of other ways. But all I'm saying to you is if you're going to go to a networking event this week or next week or whenever you're listening to this podcast, whether it be in person, those might well be starting again, or virtual, then just think about what you're going to do with your 60 minutes and, or your 60 seconds rather and how you're going to have a start that is not going to be, my name is, I'm from, we do. Oh, and by the way, we're different to everybody else because of this reason. All right, so there we four. So let's just run through those four again. So number one was asking that rhetorical type question. How many of you? Number two, did you know? The sort of stat-based factual thing. Number three, did you see? Which is the kind of topical one. And number four is the observational. Have you noticed how? Now, Don't forget that the key to the success of this is that you don't add anything before any of those starters. So you don't say, oh, my name is Trevor. Now, how many of you don't say my name is Trevor? All right. Now, if you're on a virtual call, chances are your name will be on there anyway. Because, you you know, it'll be if you've got your, you know, your Zoom link or whatever and you put your video, you can put your name in it. It'll be there anyway. And if it's in person, you might well be wearing some sort of name badge. All right. Now, clearly, at some point, you will want to say who you are and how people get hold of you, but save it till the end. Okay. You know, the elevator pitch, when I started in advertising about 100 years ago, I remember people, you know, when I would learn how to, you know, this is how you write and, you know, this is how you sell advertising to your customers. This is how you advise them. And they used, people used to say, don't put your name at the top. All right. No one's interested in you. They're interested in what you have to offer that's, of in, you know, that's going to be a benefit to them. And that's the same in any business environment, isn't it? I'm interested in me. I'm not interested in you. <laughs> so why do we think when we go to a networking event, everyone wants to know who we are, what we do, why, we, why we're better than everybody else? They don't care. But if you can share with them something that they think will be of benefit to them, a, you'll be remembered, and B, there's a more chance that they'll want to say, ah, I need you to help me, you know, do that, implement that, put that into action, whatever it is. Now, the other thing, um, my other top tip is if you do go to, say, an in-person event, maybe take something with you. You know, this thing about, you. if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you'll have heard me talk about Brian Burns, you know, who has the, uh, the, podcast, the sales podcast in the States. And Brian talks about this phrase, give before you take. I'm sure others do as well. And we had the Givers University on the podcast recently as well. So, and again, that was all about, their stat was that givers generate three times as much revenue as takers. 
And you can apply this to networking as well. So, you know, if you're doing a virtual network, then you could give someone a PDF or something. Just put the link in the chat and say, right, here's five tips to help you do, a, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever your specialist is. So for me, it could be, oh, and by the way, I've brought with me a PDF today, five top tips, how to start your elevator pitch. Yeah, I could do something like that. I could find a fifth one to add to these four I've given you. Um, if you're going in person, maybe you take something with you. You know, I've, I've taken, when I've been in person to networking events, I've taken little branded notepads and little branded pencils. And, I, and when it's my turn to do my introduction, I, I hand them out and I say, I've brought you a gift, everybody. That's what I'm going to do in my minute. Just share this gift with you. Because it's, you know, you will hear from our speaker in a few minutes probably some great stuff. And by the time you've got your phone out and you've opened it up and you try to use your fingers to write down what they're saying, you'll have missed the point. So scratch it down on this, on this you know, with this pad and this pencil and you can keep it afterwards as well. Courtesy, you know, that's my little gift to you. <laughs> and of course, you know, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, even if you've got 60 seconds for your elevator pitch, you know, not only do you want to work out what you're going to say at the start, but just then think about the whole 60 seconds as well. How you're going to elaborate on the start, how you're going to add more content, more value to it, and how you're going to gradually link it back to you. Yeah. And that's where you come in with a bit, just so, just so you know, my name is Trevor and I help people like you grow their revenues and or, you know, I also do presentation work and I help people like you become better, more confident, more successful presenters, whether that's virtually or in person. And if you'd like to contact me, Trevor Lee Media is the website to find me. da dee da dee da and I'll put my details in the chat or here's my card. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's been useful for you. You know, I mean, I think some, you know, I see and I'm sure you do so many people who go to networking events and they've just done no preparation whatsoever. They just turn up and they think, oh, yeah, it's my turn. And what shall I say? Oh, yeah, my name is. OK, so it'll be worth it. It really will be. Because, you know, if you're going to that networking event, presumably you want to get something out of it. And I'll do a separate little episode on, on uh, what to get from networking events another time. This is just those four ways to start your elevator pitch and be the standout person at that event. So good luck with it. Try it out. And if it works for you, then, well, you know, drop me a note and I'll mention you on a future episode of the podcast. You know, drop me a note to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or contacting me via LinkedIn or something like that and say, hey, Trevor, I went to a an, an, you know, networking event. I tried out one of those starts and this is what happened. So good luck with those, everybody. That's the end of this week's episode. Now, before I go, don't forget, if you need any help with your presentation, you know, your big presentation, your really important presentation that, you know, to investors or to a new client or an existing client that you want some help with, then do get in touch because that's what I can help you achieve as well. And if you need some help with your sales team, if you want, you know, if your sales team need inspiring, they need some new ideas, then you know, don't forget, I've dropped, I've got rid of the uh, the training day model. You know, I think it just doesn't, it's not applicable anymore. You know, don't bring, if, if you're thinking of doing sales training, two things to think about. One is don't think about bringing someone in like me for a day, all right? Because I'm not going to come and see you for a day or even do a virtual day. I'm now doing very short 90-minute sessions, sometimes 60-minute sessions with your team virtually. And we're doing several of them. So the investment you make is actually the same as though you're bringing someone in for a day, but you get 
I think, much better value. So, you know, I can design these bespokely for you as well. Whatever you need for your team, I can make it work for you to do that. So get in touch and uh, let's have a conversation about that as well. But the second thing is, if you're doing sales training, don't focus on the money outcome. In other words, oh, well, if we do sales training, we inv- you know, we're going to get a 10% growth in revenue. It's not always about that. More often than not, it should be about your people. And if I come in and work with you, I'll be focusing on your people. I'll to give them some skills maybe, but more importantly, to give them some ideas and some advice and some inspiration and create momentum for them, which you then need to follow up and make sure it happens. And that's why spreading, you know, having short, sharp sessions, including a couple with yourself as the management, if that's what you're in the position you're in. And if you're listening to this and you're a salesperson and you think, hey, this would be a good idea, then, you know, talk to your manager and get them to give me a call. All right. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. If you do like the podcast, please leave a review. And if you want to be a guest, then do come on, you know, do get in touch. I'm being a bit more fussy about guests these days because I've had a lot of people want to come on, but I've just got a feeling they just want to bang on about themselves. And and I really want people to share with you tips and ideas that will help you generate more revenue and feel more confident about pitching and presenting. So I hope that's been useful for you today. Do use those, one of those four ways or try them all. Well, not all at the same time your elevator pitch. But remember, preparation and practice, that will be the key to success. Thanks for listening.